Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to this week's Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. And this week, I want to talk about a lot of questions we're getting as the stock market hits new highs. And, you know, basically, whenever the markets hit new highs, we have clients sort of uh, jump in and start asking certain questions that, you know, happen almost each time we do this. And so let me jump into that. We'll kind of get through a few questions and how we think about answering them. Uh, And the first is, of course, boy, stocks have hit all-time highs. What's your outlook from here? And for those that have been listening, uh, they know that our outlook remains pretty uh, bullish. We're positive in the current environment. Uh, And it really relates to the various things that have gone on to drive uh, recovery from the coronavirus pandemic and the shutdown that happened. Uh, So we're in a recovery phase, really. Um, You look at things like, gosh, earnings. You know, earnings are expected to grow over 26% in 2021 compared to last year or GDP, consensus estimate, which has been increasing for full year GDP in 2021, is 6.2% with uh, still 4% in 2022, so well above trend growth. So we remain uh, constructive on sort of market levels and a good chance of markets, stock market going higher from here. Now, a second question that gets asked a lot is, hey, wait a minute, stocks are at all-time highs. Isn't this a bad time to invest? And so it's sort of an intuitive question, right? Hey, markets have hit a new high. Maybe they're going to roll over. Maybe I should wait to invest. And so one of the things we do uh, to sort of answer questions like this is to take a look at history. And we did a study uh, going back um, a number of years and just looking at kind of uh, the, the answer to that question. If we invested only on the dates that uh, were all-time highs, versus uh, just investing sort of randomly on any day, how does the forward-looking performance look? And it will seem counterintuitive, but when we look at one, three, or five-year periods, investing on an all-time high day actually outperforms uh, the average of investing on any day. And, you know, we've scratched our head about that, try to think, well, what might cause that? But I think the, the intuition is that momentum uh, kind of begets momentum, meaning that when, you, when you're running along and you hit a, an all-time high, um, you know, the drivers of that positive result um, it basically continues and, and so, um, you know, sort of drives the market higher. Um, and, you know, even when we look over a longer t- term period, let's say 10 years, maybe it's not quite as good a return, but I think the other takeaway is all these numbers are positive, meaning typically the market uh, generates a positive return over longer term. So again, I think an interesting takeaway uh, that it, it, in some ways, statistically, probably it doesn't matter whether you invest on an all-time high date or another date. Um, so then the next question we get is, okay, um, that's great. Now I see the um, stock market. So take, for example, the S&P 500 returned, let's say 50% over the last 12 months. Why in the world would I invest in anything else? Why do I need to bother with other asset classes, uh, for example, uh, with bonds? And that's obviously uh, triggers the need to kind of take a step back and look at periods beyond the most recent positive period. So what we typically do in that situation is say to the client, look, let's take a look at the periods when when performance was weak. So obviously, a good example of that would be 
in the early part of 2020 when we had the bear market as a result of the, of the coronavirus pandemic and the corresponding shutdown, markets rolled over a lot. And, and it basically you know, begs the question, hey, um, when markets do uh, turn negative, and they, this negativity can be for a, a longer period of time, right? Um, it, uh, basically, you ask the question, how do you feel about that? And um, you know, essentially what we say is if it feels uncomfortable, um, then that's probably a sign you want to sort of dampen the risk of your portfolio by diversifying. And so what ends up happening in the typical case is people wrestle with that possible volatility and they end up uh, by their nature sort of creating a balanced portfolio, 60-40, of course, being the classic description of the, of the classic balanced portfolio, 60% equities, 40% bonds. Uh, okay, so the next question we often get is, well, hey, why don't we just time the market, get out on the bad days, and otherwise stay in the market? And you know, bottom line there is the cost of being wrong. Um, it's always nice to think one can carefully and thoughtfully time the market. The problem is you can be wrong. And so one of the studies we've run is to look back over the last 20 years, I think we used the S&P 500 for this, and we said, look, let's look at um, all the trading days, and then just the way the numbers worked out, we said if we remove the top 28 trading days over that period, now this is a period where the market's up fivefold, it's up over 500%. If you remove the top 28 days over 20 years, you end up with a return of zero. So it's those 28 days that really make up that entire you know 500 plus percent return and you know, and the challenge, of course, is you just can't know for sure whether you're going to be in or out if you try to time the market in terms of those kinds of days. So that's one illustration that kind of um, that causes us to say, yeah, you know, it's better to not time the market. Uh, the next question we get is, okay, all that's well and good. What are my chances of losing money if I invest in stocks? And I think everybody knows that. You know, the spirit of this is to say, look, stocks are really an investment for longer term investors. So if you're going to invest over a month, you know, history would tell you that you've got more than a third of, of, a, ch of a chance, so more than a 33% chance, and I think the number is 37% um, based on history, that you're going to lose money over a month. And over a year, it drops a little bit. You might have a one in five chance of losing money. But then as you look over longer periods of time, and again, this is just driven by a, a look at history, you know, if we looked at typical 10-year return horizons going back many, many years, by some calculations, it's basically about a 3% chance of losing money. So there's still some chance it can happen, but the odds are in your favor. And so, you know, the bottom line is that we, um, we are mindful that time sort of helps with uh, um, the effects of volatility and, and sort of negative tails, if you will, uh, in the equity market. And if you're a long-term investor, especially a very long-term investor, stocks are really uh, going to be a, a good a good place to be, um, and the odds are in your favor, for lack of a better way to say it. Hey, so that's it. That's what we wanted to cover uh, this week. It's nice to see the markets, you know, jumped around a little bit over the last few days, but bottom line is we're at or near um, all-time highs. It does trigger some of these questions. Hopefully this session is helpful to you as it relates to wrestling with them, and uh, we'll look forward to coming back to you next week. Thanks so much. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.